Hi, I hope you're having an awesome day. Again, this is Rex Mendoza, and I thank you for being part of the Ramber Financials family. In this module, we're going to be taking on a topic that's very interesting. Not just very interesting, I think a topic that a lot of people are following or basically trying to follow. I think it's an exciting investment proposition and I'm talking about the stock market. Many would say that the stock market is one of the best places to earn money. That stocks would be one of the best long-term instruments to invest on. I'm not going to refute that. In most instances, that is true. However, understanding and having a good grasp of the stock market and its fundamentals will be a requirement. For this reason, there would be a different approach in the way we're going to be handling the topic. I think there's a lot of material out there discussing the stock market and how to invest in stocks. In so doing, in creating a stronger fundamental foundation for the basics, as we call it, we'd rather be very objective and academic in this discussion para maiba naman. Kasi alam namin talagang marami ang discussion dito ay papanong kumita, anong kailangan gawin, and stuff like that. We're going to be focusing on a very different angle. We're going to be answering questions that begin with a why's. Bakit nga ba may stock market? Ano nga ba ang ginagawa ng stock market? The who's. Sino ang mga involved na tao dito? Sino ang mga players? And then the what's. Ano yung mga bagay kailangan nating i-define? Na minsan, alam nyo, Many people drop these words and jargon as if they're commonplace, that people understand them. Ang totoo naman po, hindi. So karamihan dito kailangan dumaan sa masusing definition para naman talagang maintindihan natin. And then later on, let me promise you that after the academic discussion, we're gonna try and infuse a little bit of practical angles, a little bit of practitioner type of perspectives and propositions. But as we have said, this is a basic discussion and because it's a basic discussion, we will have to start with a mindset that the stock market is an ecosystem. It has a lot of people and institutions involved. It's doing many things not just investments, but, you know, exchanges, putting into fray or offering into markets, particular issues. And maybe even developing the market by coming up with permutations and new types of products that involve company shares. So let us begin. Ano ba talaga itong stock market? First of all, again, umpisahan natin with the reason why. You know, why do companies, why do owners get themselves to offering their shares in the stock market? Why do they want to list? Kasi nga, 
alam natin na hindi naman lahat ng kumpanya that are doing well are in the stock market. Hindi rin naman lahat ng kumpanyang nasa stock market are doing well. So there has to be a reason why people are you know, thinking about listing their shares in the stock market. Alam naman natin, whether it is a listed stock or not, a stock is the primary and most basic unit ownership of a company. Di ba, pag nagre-register tayo ng isang corporation, shares of stock yung ginagawang pagmemeare or kapital ng kumpanya. So, that can be 1 peso per share, that can be 1 centavo per share, that can be 1,000 pesos per share. Sigun yan sa mga nag-register ng kumpanya. But as I've said, as you register a company and operate it, you don't exactly have to be listed to be successful. So, why do people list their shares in the market? Siyempre po, is to raise capital. Pag nag-register ka, ang nakukuha mo actual na kapital, sarili mong kapital, or maybe people who are close to you. But what if you need more sources of capital? To widen your fund sources, you go public. Kaya nga tinatawag na public. You go public because you now access not just your friends, not just people you know, but the market, the public in general. Binibigyan mo ng pagkakataon ang lahat ng tao, lahat ng pwedeng potential investor, makisali at makabaka sa iyo. That's why companies go public. They want to expand, they want new capital, and they want to extend and widen their sources. Kasi alam nyo ba, pag nag-expand ng isang kumpanya, dalawa lang naman ang paraan. para makakuha ng funds. Number one is to borrow, di ba? Babayad ka ng interest. Or number two is to sell shares so much so that you're sharing the company with others pero nakakakuha ka ng kapital to come up with your expansion. It's one of the reasons. Number two, monetizing the investments of early investors. Isang paraan din pala yung paglili sa stock market para maka-exit ang mga may-ari. Kasi, pag may may-ari ka ng isang kumpanya, ang value ng kumpanya is the capacity to earn, hindi ba? But, how do you get money from the company? Siyempre, minsan, ginagamit ng kumpanya yung pera para siya ay lumaki, para siya ay mag-continue ng healthy operation. Pag yung may-ari, kukunin ang kukunin yung perang yun, delikado yung kumpanya. So, anong magandang gawin? May humanap ka ng ibang investor para yung perang yon hindi lang mapunta sa expansion, maaring part of that goes to the owners kahit papano makapag-cash in sila sa valuation ng isang kumpanya. And that's the reason why it's also very important to take note of, pag-uusapan natin ito mamaya, sa mga IPO, kailangan malaman natin ano ba ang dahilan ng kumpanya kung ba't nag-IPO. Kasi alam nyo, syempre mas maganda ang value ng isang kumpanyang naga-IPO na gustong mag-expand. Pero yung kumpanya na naga-IPO para lang magkaroon ng valuation at maka-exit ang mga may-ari, hindi yata ganun kaganda ang prospects nun. However, 
that doesn't mean it's a bad proposition in the first place. So many companies who do an IPO actually would have a combination of those two. Yung tinatawag na monetization kahit papano and then konting expansion. Minsan ang rason for IPOs, ang rason for listing of stocks would be those two or any combination or weighting amongst the two. However, meron din tinatawag na branding. Eh ba siyempre, ibang-iba po yung listed ka sa Philippine Stock Exchange. Ano ibig sabihin? Nagdaan ka sa masusing analysis ng Philippine Stock Exchange, ng SEC, ng maraming tinatawag na self-regulating bodies. So ibig sabihin, pumasa ka, matindi ka. So nakalagay ka sa, you know, sinasabi nating top 300 companies na nakalist sa ating market. So, kahit papano po, iba yung kinang nung listed at hindi listed. Okay? So, minsan, branding. And if I may add a fourth, alam niyo po, minsan nag-IPO din ng isang kumpanya to be able to share the value of the company with employees and executives. Yan. Isa pong dahilan din yan kasi pag naglilist ang isang kumpanya, binibigyan nila ng shares ng kanilang officers at employees, nagkakaroon sila ng participation in their company. I think it's one of the most generous ways of spreading the wealth and it's also one of the most effective kasi di ba, minsan sinasabi natin, a great company is when its employees are thinking like owners. And totoo, ang daling sabihin nun, owners ba talaga sila? Eh, di ba hindi? So, karamihan po ng kumpanya where employees will have a chance to become shareholders. Marami na po sa Pilipinas yan. But I guess we all started with companies like Walmart, you know, companies sa Amerika na naggustong mag-share sa kanilang empleyado. Ano nangyari? Naging fired up ang kanilang organization because even the lowliest door greeter is an owner of shares. Kaya, napaka-interesado nila to make their company successful because their future is also attached to the company's success. So, yun po ang mga dahilan. So, again, when companies enter the stock market, they list their shares, yung basic unit ng kanilang value would be stock and the stock can begin to get traded. So, saan ba trade yan? Ang tawag dyan, stock exchange. Okay? Stock exchanges are organized venues where brokers buy and sell shares of companies. Kasi po, kailangan dito tinatawag na centralized exchange. Hindi pwede kasing over the counter o kanya-kanya na lang eh. Wala pong standard of pricing pag ganun. Di ba? Ang standard of pricing at ang orderly exchange of shares nangyayari when there is a centralized self-governing organization like a stock exchange. It is systematic. It puts everything together where common stocks of listed businesses are traded. So, imaginein po natin na pinag-uusapan natin to. Yung IPO, ginagawa dahil kailangan ng pera for expansion, kailangan ng pera to, you know, somehow exit. When the company now gets traded in the exchange, yung initial public offering lang po ang napupunta ang pera sa mga owners or sa expansion. After naka-IPO na yan, 
ang pera nag-exchange na between buyers and sellers. Hindi na po napupunta yung pera sa kumpanya unless they issue new shares or unless they come up with permutations like warrants and options. So, ang usapan po, yung pera napupunta sa may-ari or sa kumpanya only at the IPO level. After the IPO is done and the shares are traded in the exchange, normally, this is an exchange between investors, buyers and sellers. Investors wanting to come in and investors wanting to divest. Only in instances where a company has treasury shares or a company decides to perform a buyback operation, dyan lang po nagkakaroon ng direct engagement yung pera ng kumpanya with an exchange. Diba? Unless ang isang kumpanya bibili ng sarili niyang shares o isang kumpanya magbebenta ng kanyang treasury shares, walang napupuntang pera sa kumpanya once people trade stocks in the stock exchange. Baka akala po natin, pag bumili ako ng Ayala Land, doon ba sa Ayala Land mapupunta yung pera ko? Hindi. Yung pera ko mapupunta doon sa gustong mag-invest sa Ayala Land kung ako'y nagbebenta. Kung ako'y bumibili, di ba? Yung pera ko mapupunta doon sa nagbenta. Okay? So, ganun po yun. Pag ako nagbebenta, yung pera sa akin pupunta. Pag akong bumibili, okay? Yung pera doon pupunta sa nagbenta ng shares. At ang maliit lang pong diferensya dito would be the fees, the commissions that the stock exchange and the brokers are going to be getting. So, usapan, pag-usapan natin, paano ba naglilist ng shares? Ang listing ng shares, hindi ganun kasimple. There has to be an underwriter. An underwriter is what we call a market maker. Okay? Siya ang gumagawa ng correct valuation of shares and they establish a market because of that. Sila ang nag-aayos ng tinatawag nating corporate finance job. Okay? Inaayos nila ang lahat ng materyales na pangangailangan so that pumasa ang isang kumpanya sa paglilist not only in the Philippine Stock Exchange but also at the SEC or whatever regulatory body is involved. So lumalabas, ang underwriter ang gumagawa ng paraan so that a company can list its shares in the market. And after the underwriter does his job, obviously, market making na ngayon will be according to the brokers and according to the exchange itself. So anong trabaho talaga ng underwriter? Ang underwriter, siya ang panimula. Siya ang gumagawa ng unang spade work so that a company can be listed. And that's a reason why an underwriter earns money in terms of fees. So underwriter gets to you know, do all the stuff required for listing pero sila naman binabayaran ng fees. Pero aside from putting everything together, is there an actual responsibility of an underwriter? The answer is yes. Di ba? Sila ang dapat mag-float, sila ang dapat magbenta. Kaya normally, pag malaki po ang IPO, lumalabas merong tinatawag na syndication of underwriters. There can be a lead underwriter, there can be other underwriters involved para naman kumalat yung shares. Ngayon, kung maliit lang yung kumpanya at kukunti lang yung shares, yung isang underwriter, okay na. Okay? So, ito yung trabaho ng underwriter. It's actually making sure that they come up with the right valuation para fair sa market 
And second, make sure that everything's all neatly packaged up to establish a public market for the shares. Okay? A broker is a different person or an entity. Sila yung pag na-trade na yung share sa market, sila yung tinatawagan natin, sila yung pwedeng magbenta at bumili. Sila ang players in the market nagkakaroon ng bridging of buyers and sellers. Investors and divestors. Okay? Sila po ang nagmi-meet nung may gustong bumili o may gustong magbenta. Now, all brokers in an exchange can actually deal with each other. Okay? So, karamihan po ang akala natin, a broker is the one that buys and sells for you. From you. Hindi po ganun. Minsan, kunyari, ako, nakipag-trade ako sa Abaco Securities Corporation. Sabi ko, oh, Abaco Securities Corporation, ibenta nyo nga yung 1,000 Ayala Corporation shares ko. Si Abacus, kung may kliyente siya na gusto namang bumili, ay sila nang magtatagpo doon. Both buyer and seller can be handled by Abacus. Pero pag hindi ganun, minsan, yung Abacus pupunta sa exchange, hahanap ng counterpart o oh, ang Ping Securities. Si ang Ping Securities ang may buyer. So, si Abacus becomes a selling broker, ang Ping Securities becomes a buying broker, at yung kliyente nilang buyer at kliyente naman ni Abacus na seller, ako, yun ang magpapanagpo. Doon kami magkikita doon sa price. Kikita si ang Ping ng commission from the buyer at kikita naman si Abacus sa akin as the seller. Buyer or seller, meron pong cost yan to a broker. Meron niyang commission. So, kailangan tandaan din natin, every trade requires an expense. So, pag tayo ay hindi masyadong sigurado sa ating ginagawa, bili tayo, benta, bili, benta, may tinatawag pong friction cost. Isa lang yung commission dyan. Okay? So, pag tayo po ay napakadalas magbenta at bumili, friction cost is high, kakainin din po ang ating tinatawag na profit. So, kailangan marunong din tayong you know, mag-manage ng ating transactions. Hindi naman basta in and out, in and out, in and out because you're going to be losing much of the yield to what we call friction cost. So, again, ulitin po natin yung proseso. No? Yung private company, dadaan sa underwriter. Yung underwriter, gagawa ng merkado. Make sure na ma-list ang, ex- ang stock sa isang stock exchange. And once it's listed, the brokers now will be handling, you know, investors, buyers, and sellers. Again, sa IPO, sa umpisa, sa kumpanya pupunta ang tinatawag na proceeds ng shares. Isang beses lang po yun within an IPO. After that, yung shares are traded in the exchange and the money never goes to the company anymore, but it goes through real investors and investors who are divesting shares. Okay, important terms. Again, pinag-usapan natin kanina, definitions tayo. Okay? Ang naririnig nating madalas, bid and ask. Pag tayo yung nagbebenta, syempre, ang hinahanap ng bumibili, ano ang asking price mo? 
Siyempre po, ang nagbebenta, ano ang gusto niya? Pinakamataas na presyo for the shares. So the ask is usually a higher amount or a string of higher amounts. Ang bid naman is the price at which a buyer wants to buy. So definitely po, siyempre, yung buyer gusto niya, pinakamababa ang bili niya. So dito niyo makikita, it's a question of supply and demand. Diba dito po natin makikita na, you know, yung bid, ito yung bibili, pero yung bibili is the highest price that a buyer is willing to pay for the stock. And that certainly should be a lower price than someone willing to sell it. Kasi kung yung seller po gusto mababang presyo at yung buyer gusto mataas na presyo, para yatang hindi kapani-kapaniwala yun. So, bid and ask situations are when buyers and sellers line up and quote separate prices. Mamaya po pag-uusapan natin how it looks like, pero ang importante, yung bid is the highest prices which a buyer is willing to pay. So syempre po, mas gusto niya, the lower the better. At ask naman is the lowest price that a seller is willing to part with his shares. But obviously, the lowest price is still the highest that a seller aspires to get. When the market is in a low point, o yung medyo pababa, medyo hindi masyadong maraming gustong bumili, that is a bearish market. Okay? Ang bullish market po is when a market is believed to be increasing. Declining market condition ang bear, ang bull is increasing. Bakit ba po dinaan nila sa ganyang klaseng animals ang ating tinatawag na terminology. Kasi daw po, ang bull, pag umatake, di ba? Sumusuwag. Di ba? Pag sumuwag ang bull, ano? Pataas. Para kang tinatapon. Di ba? Kung matatandaan nyo yung mga matador sa Spain, di ba? Tinatapon nila yung kanilang matador. Tutusukin nila ng kanilang horns and they're trying to throw people up. So it's an upward sense of attack. Kaya po, bullish. Ang bearish po, pag umatake ang bear from a standing position tapos biglang aatakin pababa to grab prey. So, pababa po ang bear kaya bearish position. Yun po ang history nun. Kaya bull and bear. So, bullish, pataas ang market, bearish, pababa. Now, physics. Ano ba yung PSEI na tinatawag? Kasi po, alam nyo, we will have to delineate what are exchanges and what are indices. Ano ba yung tinatawag na index? Kasi syempre, ang isang merkado, para magkaroon ka ng pulso, kailangan lagyan mo ng index kasi hindi mo naman pwedeng itotal lahat. Eh. For example, di ba, sa ating computation ng inflation, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin ang inflation is a convolution of all products or all goods in the market. Di ba may tinatawag tayong consumer price index at yung consumer prices na yon nakafocus sa mga main goods na binibili ng consumers. Ganon din ang stock exchange index. Nakafocus yan dun sa tatlumpong pinaka-representative of the market. Mamaya po pag-uusapan natin paano ba napipili ang isang kumpanya to be part of the Philippine Stock Exchange or 
to be part of the index of that exchange. Okay? Kailangan po alam natin yan. Now, makikita nyo sa US indices, may S&P 500, may Nasdaq 100, may S&P Midcap, may Dow Jones Industrial Average. Okay? Kasi po, sobrang laki ng merkado nila eh. They have over thousands of traded stocks. Tayo po kasi, less than 300. So, when you say that, yung 30, representative na yun dun sa 300. Eh, pero pag libo-libo ang iyong merkado, libo-libong stocks, so siguro, dapat iba-iba yung pagpipilian. Now, ang Dow Jones Industrial Average, parang P6. Tatlong pong kumpanya din. So, normally, yun ang pinakamalalaking kumpanya na nakalist. Okay? Pero, Meron ding S&P 500, Standard and Poor's 500, meaning 500 of the most traded stocks or valuable stocks in the exchange as well. So, ano mas representative of the market? Siyempre yung S&P kasi limandaan siya. Si Dow Jones, tatlong pulang. Eh. Diba? Sa atin nga, meron pa nga tayong tinatawag na All Shares Index. Diba? Lahat ng shares. Pinutan lang rin natin kasi tatatlong daan lang naman. Hindi kagaya ng S&P, sa sobrang dami, hindi ka talaga makakakuha ng all shares. It's not going to be representative because many are active and many are inactive. Yung Nasdaq 100 are the top 100 active stocks at the Nasdaq. And the S&P mid-cap, ibig sabihin standard and poor's din, pero mid-cap companies lang. Okay? Middle capitalized companies. So, kailangan po alam natin, ha? iba yung PSEI, Iba yung PSE. PSE is the exchange. Yung PSEI, Philippine Stock Exchange Index, and it's a barometer for the entire market. So makikita nyo, i-differentiate ko lang. Yung NASDAQ, National Association of Securities Dealers Automated Quotation System. The first electronic exchange in the United States. It comprises mostly of technology companies na tinetrade sa NASDAQ. So NASDAQ, is an exchange. Pero the Dow Jones Industrial Average is an index. Hindi siya Dow Jones. Kasi Dow Jones Industrial Average is an average of how the 30 top stocks in the US are performing. Pero alam niyo sa kanila, delineated na delineated. Why? Kasi Dow Jones Industrial Average, iyon yung index nila. Ano yung exchange nila? New York Stock Exchange. Diba? So, makikita nyo, ibang-iba yung, kasi sa atin, kaya nakakalito pag minsan, yung pangalan ng exchange natin, Philippine Stock Exchange. Ang pangalan ng index natin, Philippine Stock Exchange Index. Sa Nasdaq po, parang ganun. Merong Nasdaq 100. So, yung top 100 companies within Nasdaq is formed into an index. So, parang yun ang sinunod natin kasi hindi ganun karami ang ating traded stock. So, again, Exchanges are where we buy and sell shares. Indices are made up baskets of companies so that they are tracked to give a relative direction or a breadth of the market. The initial public offering is the first sale or offering of a stock by a company to the public. Rather than just being owned by investors privately, sila ngayon ay magpa-public offering. So, ito po yung unang foray ng isang kumpanya 
into being traded in the stock market. It's an initial public offering. After the initial public offering, the market will now be trading buy and sell the shares of that particular corporation. So, isang beses lang po nangyayari ang IPO na yan. And then after that, it's called a public company. Now, there can be follow-on offerings later on, but all of these are done with the concept of maybe introducing a company's value to the market having public or you know investors in general participate in the affairs of the company. The order is an investor's bid to buy or sell a certain amount of stock or option contracts. So yung pag sinabi natin sa broker buy or sell, order yun. Normally, an order will have to be set in terms of price, in terms of number of shares, and in terms of a time limit. Minsan, oh, end of day lang. Pag hindi done, wala na. Minsan naman, yung order is until done. Which means, kahit bukas yan, at that price, sasabihin ko sa broker ko, dapat gawin niya pa rin hanggang mabenta. So it's not a matter of days, it's a matter of until when it gets sold. So definitely, again, ulitin ko, price, amount or number of securities, and then the time frame. Yun po ang relative requirements in coming up with an order. Now, karamihan po sa atin, hindi na dumadaan sa talagang pag-order sa isang real person or broker. Minsan po, doon na tayo sa online, di ba? Pero makikita nyo, sa online, ganun din. Number of shares, anong presyo, and then, anong time frame. Normally po, yung time frame ng online, within the day. Pero actually, in some broker-installed permutations, minsan po nakakakuha tayo ng tinatawag na good till done. The Philippine Stock Exchange, yan po ang stock exchange natin sa Pilipinas, iisa lang naman yan, established in 1927, one of Asia's oldest. Yung Manila Stock Exchange po is the one that started in 1927, the Makati Stock Exchange started in 1963. Ito pong dalawang ito nag-merge in 1995, they were electronically linked in 1994. Saan ba naman kayo nakakita kasi, lit-lit na bansa ng Pilipinas, kukunti ang traded stock, dalawang exchange pa. At magkaiba pa ang presyo dahil ibang participants doon, ibang participants dito. So, ang maganda po, in 1995, they became merged at iisa na lang po ang ating stock exchange. It's in BGC in 2019. In fact, most recently, nag-trade na po yan finally, yung final day of trading. Kasi po, talagang electronic ng lahat, wala nang tinatawag na kailangan na trading floor. Dati po kasi, isipin nyo na lang nung time na wala pa computers, wala pa tayong smartphones, ang trading po sa exchange naka-chalkboard. Yung broker pupunta sa chalkboard, dun po maglalagay ng bid and ask. Dun po nag-meet sa blackboard, dun kinu-compute lahat. So napaka-manual po. Ngayon, everything is done electronically. We have the benefit of technology. In fact, we go through our broker through their online platform, but we directly trade in the exchange already. 
Yan po ang nangyayari sa atin ngayon. It's still an exchange but there is no actual trading floor anymore. The real trading happens through the PSE but through electronic and technological means. Okay? Ang Philippine Stock Exchange Index po, pre-open period is 9 to 9.30. Calculation of an opening price will be at 9.30. Ang regular trading period niyan would be at 9.30 po, operating hours hanggang 3 o'clock. Pero may tinatawag na run-off period from an auction in 2.45 in the afternoon to 2.50. Five minutes po yun. Magkakaroon ng tinatawag na freeze at doon po yung last final auction and the run-off period will be 2.50 or hanggang 3 o'clock or last 10 minutes na tinatawag. So yung full operating hours, 9.30 to 3 in the afternoon. Ito po ay nagbabago-bago. Okay? Nagbabago-bago ito depending on certain things. Like, syempre po, nung nagka-COVID, naging half-day tayo. But now that we're normalizing, we're now full-day as well. Depende po sa volume siguro ng trading. Baka magbago yan, baka mas humaba ang oras o mas umikli. Depende na po yan sa magiging takbo ng ating ekonomiya. Now, what are the 30 companies in the PSE? Yan po ang mga kumpanyang yan from Aboitis Equity Ventures, Aboitis Power. Hindi ko po isa-isahin ito dahil alam nyo, itong listahan ito, gumagalaw ito eh. Gumagalaw ito, nagbabago-bago po ito. No? So, kailangan po alam natin kung ano ang mga nakalista kasi ito yung measure na movement sa PSEI. Pero, hindi naman po static yan. It goes through a review on a regular basis because... These stocks are actually monitored and changed. So the general sectors in the stock market, ito po, kadalasan in more sophisticated markets, napakarami. Financial, industrial, utilities, services, consumer, energy, holdings, healthcare, technology, telecom, mining, property. Ang dami po niyan kasi Ang dami nilang listed companies eh. Pero pag sinabi mong sectors ng Philippine Stock Exchange, ito lang po yung sectors natin. Anim lang. Financial, industrial, services, holdings, property, mining, and oil. Anim lang po. So again, didiscuss natin ano? yung Philippine Stock Exchange Index, tigalawang kumpanya, yung top two sa financial, Top 2 sa industrial, top 2 sa service, top 2 sa holdings, top 2 sa property, and top 2 sa mining. So, labing dalawang kumpanya yon. Yung labing walong kumpanyang susunod, hindi na yan according to sector. Okay? Kaya kung makikita nyo, hindi ganun karami ang mga mining companies kasi maliliit sila eh. Ang pinakamarami pumapasok are holdings and financial kasi sila yung pinakamalalaki. So makikita nyo, ito po yung sample ng stock codes kasi may codes po yan. Yan po yung tinetrade sa Philippine stock market. So again, papano ba ang facilities for trading? What are the facilities for trading? This would be over the counter. Patawag ka sa telepono, sa broker mo. Yung broker ang magte-trade for you. Kaya po tinatawag dyan over the counter kasi you're almost like in a counter. You're buying something from a person who actually is trading it for you. Okay? 
Ngayon, may online na din. Okay? So, sa over-the-counter, syempre, yan yung ating mga tinatawag na brokerage firms. Ang Ping Securities, AAA Equities, Abacus Securities Corporation, SB Equities, Wealth Securities, Papa Securities. These are brokers. You can call them, they will make trades for you. But you have to be a client. You have to open an account with them. You have to be registered. Parang bank opening form din yan. Pago ka makapag-trade, dapat may account ka. Now, these companies, because of the trend in technology, apay nagbukas na rin sila nung tinatawag na online trading. Okay? So, sa online trading, syempre, ang pinakamangasikat sikat dyan, si Call Financials, si MyTrade, di ba? And Utrade, marami po yan. So, sila, ngayon, you can actually trade through online platforms without really going over the counter and calling someone for a particular trade. Okay? So, what are the disadvantages in investing in the stock market? Number one is volatility. Stocks are most volatile compared to others because, alam nyo, Araw-araw nagbabago presyo eh. Araw-araw may buyer at seller. Alam nyo, ganun din siguro ang real estate. Pero, hindi kasi nalilista sa dyaryo. And, how much of that transaction is being done? Hindi ganun kalikot eh. Di ba? So, very important na makita natin na dahil siya nga traded on a regular basis, abay, dapat makita natin na talagang may volatility siya. Although it's a disadvantage dahil nga, you know, it sends shockwaves to people. Hindi sila sanay. Number two, you may lose your capital. Kasi syempre, lalong-lalo na pagkabado ka, ang rule is buy high. Buy high nga ba? Mali eh, di ba? Di ba dapat buy low, sell high? Pero nangyayari dahil sa emotional attachment mo, dahil sa worry mo, anxiety mo, Abe, napapa buy high, sell low ka. Kasi matapang ka eh pag maraming bumibili. Pero pag maraming nagbebenta, takot ka din. So, you lose capital. Long-term nature, you know, the stock market, stocks, investments in general, are not very liquid. Dapat ready ka to be locked in for 3 years, 5 years, or even more. So, pagkailangan-kailangan mo, maaaring mag-liquidate ka at a loss. Which is something that you should not put yourself to. I mean, that situation is a bad situation to be in. So, kailangan yung situation mo dapat matino. Dapat may emergency funds ka, marami kang ibang assets bago ka magbenta ng stocks. Lastly, management concerns. Siyempre, araw-araw nagbabago ang takbo ng management, may nagre-resign, may pumapalit. So, lahat ito may impact dun sa value ng particular company na ininvestan mo. So, baka delikado din yung iyong valuation doon. Advantages, capital gains. Abe, talagang alam naman natin, malaking kumita sa stock market. And you can either get it through capital gains when you sell, capital appreciation because the prices go up, but you can also get cash dividends. Nakakatuwa po eh, at a time like this when the market is bad. 
yung dividends, mas mataas pa sa makukuha yung interest sa banko eh. Can you imagine, mataas na yung dividendo mo, fixed income, tapos meron ka pang ticket to capital appreciation. So that is something that we should be looking at very closely. We can also get stock dividends. You can also get stock rights. And let me say this, unmatched performance over the long term. The stock market, stocks as an investment in general, can be the number one asset class when it comes to growth over the long term. Yan po masasabi ko directly. It can be the number one asset class over a long period of time. Kaya po kung tama lang ang disposition nyo, tama ang attitude nyo at ready kayo for the long haul, stocks would be a go-to investment. for long-term growth. Now, in terms of investing, there are two schools of thought, fundamental analysis and technical analysis. So in fundamental analysis, we study the macroeconomy, GDP and GNP. We look at inflation and deflation, fiscal policies of governments, monetary policy, sector analysis, company analysis, and then the price or book value at the bottom of it all. However, stock analysis naman sa technical side would be more of trends, principles. Kasi alam nyo, dito sa technical analysis, the concept is everything is already captured in the movement of prices. So if all functional information is captured in the movement of prices, all you need to study will be the movement of prices. So, ang tinitingnan mo will be trends, principles, you do charting, supports and resistance, volume analysis, patterns and formations, moving averages, and stochastics. So, again, two schools of thought. But the truth is, kung ako pong tatanungin nyo, wala naman talagang right and wrong dyan. So, the best thing to do is to utilize both. Personally, I use fundamental analysis in deciding what to buy. Sana kung mag invest fundamental analysis yan. Kailan ako mag invest technical analysis yan. I use technical analysis for timing my execution. But in choosing what to invest in, fundamental analysis ako kasi Kahit paano kang maipit kung tama ang fundamental analysis mo, hindi ka malulugi because the value of the stock will always be the end in mind. Darating at darating tayo dyan. Kasi itong volatility na to, dadating ang panahon, huhupa yan. It will always go back to real valuation. So as I've said, technical analysis is the forecasting of future price movements based on an examination of prices. Okay? Pino-forecast mo yung mangyayari sa presyo by examining past price movements. Okay? So it's almost like weather forecasting. Technical analysis that does not result in absolute predictions about the future. Kahit papano po ito, tinatawag dito rules of thumb din ang ginagamit. Instead, Technical analysis can help investors anticipate 
what is likely to happen to prices over time. Okay? Technical analysis also uses a wide variety of charts to show price over time movement. So it can be a bar chart, a candlestick chart, or even a line chart. Okay? So yung kaibahan po nito, yung pagdodrawing ng candlestick, yung mismong bar na line na yan is the highest price of the day and the lowest price of the day. Yung closing price at opening price, yung po yung tinatawag nating candlestick body. Okay? Hindi yung wick. Yung wick is the range of highest and lowest price. Yung closing at opening price, yan po yung tinatawag na body ng candle. Now, technical analysis can also use lines. So, pag ginawa po natin, whether candlestick or line, pwede pong magkaroon ng tinatawag na formation or patterns. Yan po yung ginagamit nating rules of thumb. Sabi nila, when there's a bear flag, tutuloy po ang pagbagsak ng market. When there is a bull flag, tutuloy po ang pag-akyat ng market. Okay? So, formations are very subjective. I would tend to say that it's very subjective. But technical analysts will often say, no, it is very clear. Pero sa akin po, hindi siguro ako ganun kagaling magbasa. So for me, it is largely subjective. Okay? And that's the reason why I still go back to my fundamentals to assess the go or no go. Okay? Other images followed through in technical analysis are triangles, gaps, and reversal formations. Kung makikita nyo yung triangles, no, pag tinatawag nating wedge, makikita nyo po may tinatawag na break, break up. Break upwards or break downwards. Pag sinasabi yung downward break, pabagsak po ang market dahil may tinatawag tayong triangle wedge na pababa. Meron din naman pong triangle wedge na pataas. Okay? Double bottoms happen. Ito po, logical lang. Ibig sabihin, dalawang beses na siyang nag-test ng pagbagsak. Hindi tumuloy, bumalik. So, anong ibig sabihin? There is a tendency for the stock to recover. Meron bang minimum? Yung tinatawag na trades. Of course, meron pong minimum. At yung minimum na yon ay depende sa price range at sa tinatawag na board lot. Minimum na mabibili mo sa isang board lot kaya lumalabas, makikita nyo dito, parang 1,000 pesos yung itsurang minimum. Pero pag umakit na yung presyo sa 505 and upwards, tas ang board lot niya 10, okay, 5,000 yun. Diba? Pero yung 1 million shares at ang presyo niya 0.001, 1,000 lang yun. Diba? So yung 1.02, tapos 1,000 shares ang kanyang board lot, sabay di dapat, 1,020 lang yung minimum na yun. So, karamihan dito, yung minimum niya nasa 1,000. Yun ang magiging board lot. Now, how about the friction fees? Yung the friction cost. Siyempre po yung commission. Normally now, it's one-fourth of 1%. Pero, pag over the counter and you require broker expertise, minsan po talagang nagiging 0.5, minsan may sumisingil pa ng one full percentage point. At babayaran nyo po ng bat yung komisyon na yun. So as I've said earlier, you are contending with friction cost with all of these fees. Kaya kailangan 
we daw din tayo sa padalas, padalos-dalos na trading, no? Meron pa hong PSE transaction fee, 0.005%, meron pong securities clearing corporation fee na 0.01% and sales tax only applicable to the seller na 60 basis points or 0.006. Okay, tumaas na po 'yan. Dati 'yan ay 0.005. Let me share with you some stock market principles. Cut loss. Dapat po ready tayo to cut loss. If we invested in a company and that company changes in terms of value, unang-una po, nag-invest tayo dahil magaling ang management. Tapos, nawala yung management na yun. Bumili tayo ng stock na yan dahil gusto nating mag-invest sa isang kumpanya because of a brand. Tapos biglang may nangyari dun sa brand na hindi maganda. May dapat po mag-cut loss tayo. Now, if it's a movement of price downwards just because of sentiment, just because of, you know, emotion, may dapat po huwag tayo makipagsabayan. Hindi tayo dapat mag-cut loss sa time na yun. Cutting loss means you are deciding that things would have changed from the time you purchased the stock. Okay? So, meron pong times na kahit bumaba po ang presyo kung naniniwala tayo that the valuation of this company is high, then we should remain invested. Cutting losses is a discipline of getting out of it, especially when there are other prospects that are better than the company that you're inherently invested in. So, dapat po ready tayo mag-invest sa iba. Cut loss dito, mag-invest na lang sa iba if it's warranted. Don't go with the herd. Be fearful when others are greedy and be greedy when people are fearful. Warren Buffett po ang nagsabi niyan. Okay? So talagang kailangan we don't go with the bandwagon. In fact, the majority is almost always wrong. So wag po tayo makikipagsabayan. Let us discipline ourselves and know when to invest and when to divest. There is a right time to invest and there is a time to top slice or take profits. Okay, the trend is your friend. Don't contradict trends. Trends are strong. Until a trend has shown weakness, you're not supposed to contradict it because if you go against the trend, you're just going to be losing money. Ghost month. August po yun. So it's a mythical conception. Kasi po lately, may mga August na maganda ng takbo ng market eh. Kasi po, siyempre, alam nyo yung Chinese ghost month, parang malas yata. But because of technology and because of modernization, paunti-unti na pong nakokontradik yung idea na yan. End of the year rally, almost always there is a window dressing or as they call it, the Santa Claus rally that happens in December. Spillover effect is when you know something happens in a region and we think that we're going to be affected by spillover effect. So, kailangan po worry din tayo sa mga nangyayari sa isang sector or sa isang region. Earning seasons. There are earning seasons. Kasi po, merong tinatawag na time at which a company can disclose quarterly performance or annual performance. So, syempre po, depending on the movements of company profitability, 
yung earning seasons na yan are very, very important to watch. Friday profit taking, ano pong ibig sabihin nito? Minsan po, maraming nangyayari over a weekend, lalo na in a country like the Philippines. So, minsan, close to a weekend, nagbababa po ng tendency ang mga tao sa risk. So, pag binaba ng tao yung risk, nagde-de-risk siya, nagbebenta siya. So, kadalasan yung Friday po, profit taking. And then, when we have long weekends, we normally face up to sluggishness. So, ayan po ang markets. No? Over time, makikita nyo talagang wild ang movements. Pero kung makikita nyo, there is a long-term secular trend to markets. Okay? Alam nyo pong maganda, when it comes to stock market developments, dapat po, hindi ganitong ka-objective, ganitong ka-academic ang discussion. Eh. Talaga pong mas maganda, practical at, you know, execution-oriented. Pero hindi ko po pwedeng gawin dito yun dahil magiging dated dito. Ito po ay basic discussion so that every beginner will have to go through it. So, for those of you who'd like to follow the way we view markets, bay maganda po yata ay eh, mag-subscribe kayo at manood kayo doon sa aming YouTube channel. You know, Ramper Financial says sa YouTube channel, diyan po mas dated ika nga, mas relevant yung aming discussion. In fact, most recently, I had something there that focuses on inflation and increasing interest rates. What industries will do best when it comes to that? So, yun po ang mas magandang sundan when it comes to, you know, the stock market. Pardon me for becoming too academic and too objective-driven with regard to my discussion today because that is what is required. Understanding the stock market. Patience and persistence are both absolutely necessary to understand this market. You have to have clear dedication and focus and willingness to continuously learn the facets of this market. The stock market is forever changing. It is a machine. And while history repeats itself, it doesn't do so in exactly the same manner. So kailangan po, meron talagang breadth yung experience. Meron talagang kailangang madala yung ating tinatawag na wisdom. No? So over time, we know more about the market. We get to be better. There is really nothing to fear as long as you take time to educate yourself and have the discipline. Marami kasing tao overwhelmed sa technicalities ng stock market. While you may think that investing in stocks is not for everyone, after investigation, you will find out that there is a particular stock or trading niche that can match a personality. Pero sabi ko nga sa iba, kung talagang hindi kaya, you can actually participate by being an investor of mutual funds. A mutual fund is a managed fund, but it is still in the market. It's still participating in the sector or the economy. It can be a proxy to direct stock market investing if we're not attuned to it. We can actually trade a lot of things. The concept and principles of mutual fund investing is present in commodities, in futures, in foreign exchange, exchange-traded funds, and even cryptocurrency. Over and above stock, we can invest in all of these things. But we can practice long-term investing or short-term investing 
no matter what we invested. So, there are so many investment options and the good news is that while it's overwhelming, maganda rin yung maraming choices. Art of understanding the stock market is simply figuring out what you want to do to grow your wealth. Once you have the basic stock market terminology, you can decide if you want to practice the theories of fundamental analysis or technical analysis. As I've said, mas maganda po yung dalawa. Mas maganda po yung i-combine natin. Kasi wala namang tama o mali dyan. Depending on which you choose, you will steer yourself in one specific direction. The stock market has always produced profits. As I've said, one of the best asset classes for performance over the long term. It always beats bonds and fixed income instruments. But the best way to view the stock market is to view it over decades, not over days, weeks, or months. Alam niyo po, sa Rambler Financials, pinakikita namin lahat eh, so that you know the entire breadth of markets all over the financial services arena. But as you may well know, if you'd want to be an expert, it's a challenge. Kaya po minsan, sinasabi namin, as a financial advisor, you have to know the basics. But as educators, we also have to tell people, you know, to each his own expertise. Eh. Baka mas maganda nga, huwag na natin masyadong paggugulan ng interest at ng oras ang mga bagay-bagay where we're not going to be in the best position to create best performance. So as we manage things, as we manage investments for our clients, pag-isipan po natin how we can shift them from really dabbling into everything and to just performing the right asset allocation. As said, the stock market is a great place. Stocks are great investments. But again, it will be up to you and me in how to create a profitable portfolio and how to teach others to do the same. Again, ito po uli si Rex Mendoza ng Ramper Financials. I hope I didn't inundate you with a lot of stuff in this academic discussion. Again, the practical discussion is in YouTube and maybe very interesting kasi more of action rather than academics. Maraming maraming salamat po for your attention. Thank you so much and blessings all.